Hey everyone, welcome to Final Rose tonight. We are almost there. Just another week. Just another week, I know. So we had two episodes we're going to cover this week. One was the Women Tell All, uh, and the other was Fantasy Suites. So we're going to cover a little bit of both. We're going to spend Perfect. much more time on the Fantasy Suite date. But Susan, what was your take on the Women Tell All? It was quite boisterous. Um, I um, was exhausted listening to it. Just sick of some of those stories. I didn't want to have to rehash a lot of that, but yeah, I survived. I survived it. How's that you for did. a summary? Good job. And survivor starts. So like you're yeah. a, you're a survivor in your own right. Yes. Now I agree. I was my blood pressure was going through the roof in the first couple of minutes. I think there's so much animosity um, between these women. I did also feel like it was a lot of the same stories and rehashing over and over in the same points of view. Like I didn't find enough change in perspective other than someone like Cassidy. Cassidy seemed remorseful at one yes. point. Like she tried to defend herself a little bit. Listen, I'm really forward in real life. And I, you know, make out with someone and then ask for the details later, which I thought was a little bit forward. But you could tell that there was a bit of her that you know, regretted some of her behavior and actions. Maybe she didn't know. But other than that, well, and also we dislike Cassidy, of course, back in the back in, feels like months and months and months ago. Right. But she was so overshadowed by Shanae that now that I would look back on it, Cassidy was small potatoes. Like who could even be mad at her anymore? Well, yeah, I agree. Although I was really annoyed with her when they were replaying all of the clips. I was like, oh, yeah, she was pretty bad. And then somebody even made a comment of, like, how she coached Shanae. Right, right, right. Yeah, and how she turned her into a monster. Yes. Which I thought was, it was crazy. But Clayton is getting absolutely roasted on social media. He was roasted at the Women Tell All. Uh, I think people are really unhappy with him. I feel so badly for him. I really do. I think in real life, he's a perfectly nice guy. Yeah. And we'd probably find him entertaining and sweet. But he is so out of his element. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the fantasy suites and everything that went down there. But I, when he came out and was interrogated by the women who were excessively obnoxious to him, they actually, um, he looked really sad <laughs> depressed he did he looked dejected i think for him and they even talked about it you know looking back on this experience mm -hmm. how did you feel about it i think he's a great guy i think he is looking to get married and i know sierra and others called him out like you are not ready for this because of your behavior i don't agree i don't either i believe he was going through the process just like everybody else has you know he is so in the moment with people. I did not love that he said, I love you to three right, women. Right. And by the way, like gave the exact same speech to all three women, right. almost verbatim, and was using words that Serene said, I'm not just falling in love with you. I am in love with right. you. I'm like, come on, dude. But hey, make up your own comments. But yes. in the moment, like, I think he really lived in the moment. And I really do believe he loved all three of these women. I really do think that he was trying to make the best and find his way. So I don't agree. Well, I think that's what Sierra was saying was not about the falling in love with three women because that was actually the next night. So, right? Women Tell All was the first it night. It was, but I'm just talking about Clayton in general. In general. Right. But what she was specifically honing in on was that he wasn't listening to them when they were trying to tell him about Janae. Right. Um, 
yes, when he was uh, not listening to them. And he said, well, I didn't really have evidence. And Sierra said, you had every single one of us in the house telling you, which I didn't actually know that every single one of them, but a but good, much good number of them. of them at that one point, a whole bunch of them came to him. And he said that he didn't know them well enough, that he hadn't built up trust over time yet. And then finally they said, well, what about the evidence, I guess, regarding the trophy being thrown into the bushes? And he said, well, that really swayed him, but he kept her another week. Yeah, he so did. I could see why they were super annoyed at him. But I would separate the fact that they're annoyed with him mm -hmm. with the fact that he's not ready to be married. Like, I think yes. those are just different True. things. And True. I, it is funny to me, to your point about the trophy, why is that the thing that resonates with him? versus everything else. I mean, again, I don't want to rehash it because like we've given Shanae enough, you know, screen time or microphone time, whatever <laughs> we want to call it. Um, but he overheard a lot of these conversations and they did come to him. So there That's were definitely, he said he doesn't have regrets because he didn't know in those moments, which he should have known in those moments. He says his intentions were in the right place. I kind of believe that, but also like, it's confusing. <laughs> I think he it's had, confusing. I think he, well, I, I don't know. I think it was a combination of things. I think he kind of felt that he had some kind of connection with uh, Shanae. I mean, he. Oh, for sure he did. He liked her. He thought she was pretty or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. You believe it, what you want to believe. Exactly. When you want to believe it. And I don't, I do think that the producers were behind him, encouraging him to keep her. Yeah, I think so too. And like, so he, what's he supposed to say, right? right There's right. nothing he can say and they're calling him out. He's like, man. So then no juxtaposition control. that with his relationship or the exit, I should say, of Sarah, where he, they questioned him and said, well, you got rid of her right away or however they worded it. And he said, well, I trusted those women. These were all women I had grown. Build relationships, relationships with. with. Yeah. So I just immediately trusted him. Um, but I think the, that might have been one of the differences. But I think another difference was the producers weren't sit, sitting there saying you have to keep Sarah. Yes. I struggle with the Sarah situation a little bit. Watching it all mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. they did have a connection. I actually think it was a real connection. I do think I she agree. was there for him. I think she could have been there in the end with him. Or like had he chosen her, I think she would have been all in. And so... I think it's hard to separate. Like, Shanae, I don't think there was was there for the right reasons, period. So the question is, did Sarah purposely try and manipulate all of these women to get them out? Is she immature and sharing experiences and getting excited about it? Like, I don't know. And he even said, watching it back, I don't really know what to believe. If she, if she was doing that, manipulating them in some way, I don't... Well, first of all, we didn't see it. But even if what was said about her was true like she came in and she was kind of hey i don't even know what she said now like oh, we, we were had crying this great together we were crying together we had yeah. so, we have such a great connection i think from what i have heard is that is common talk in the house you go on a date you come back everyone grills you and she maybe gave a little more information than was polite or something but did she say, we have this great connection and you all are going to lose. You might as well go home. No, she didn't say that. I don't even think she implied it. I don't even think she, some of these girls were her favorite women were her favorites. Yeah. I don't even think she wanted them to leave. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. And I do feel like there's a little bit of were the girls talking amongst themselves and creating more out of it than maybe I it was. So. Right. Oh, I talked to Sarah and she said this. Oh, I talked to Sarah. She said this. 
oh, wait a second, like I'm detecting a theme. Like there could have been a lot of that gossip going on in the house that maybe became something that it wasn't. I definitely think that was the case. It's not clear. And interestingly, yeah. um, Mara, we barely heard a peep from her, right? She didn't speak very much in the whole one. She to talked off. a lot. So there was a lot of like ganging up on people. Yes. There was a lot of people talking over each other and talking at the same time. I actually think she was part of a lot of that, not purposely ganging up on people, but everybody had something to say in certain moments. So I saw Mara like speaking a lot, but she wasn't standing out okay. and able to speak on her own. But well, she, I like her. Like, I think I, she got a well, little bit. Of I felt out. like she, I mean, yes, she was part of the group all talking together, but I didn't hear her say very much just on her mm -hmm. own. Same for Teddy, same for Serene. I yeah. felt like the three of them, you know, certainly Teddy and Serene, like you, we were saying, may just be her, their personalities and they were sort of docile and weren't getting into big arguments. But I suspect that those three are going to paradise or at least they're contemplating it. Whereas some of these other women, such as Kate, suddenly came out of nowhere, yeah. and Hunter, who were just loud and boisterous and as obnoxious as could be, I think they're trying to make some kind of name for themselves. So they're trying getting... to earn their spot. Yes. Yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. I agree. I mean, Teddy is such a hot commodity. And by the way, like, what's up with Clayton's brother <laughs> reaching out to her? Is this true? That is insanity. I don't know. I think that's so funny if he did. And I heard Clayton being interviewed and it sounds like a lot of the guys are asking him about Teddy. So I think she's going to have plenty of prospects when she goes to paradise and it's not even an, if it's a when, and I would rather see her on paradise than the bachelorette. I'm looking forward to paradise this summer. I I'm realizing as we've watched these last two seasons and I've really enjoyed, I liked mm -hmm. Michelle's season. This one's a bit of a shit show. I'm like, okay, can we just get to paradise where it's fun and you could see a whole bunch of connections. Right. I'm finding myself more interested in that. It's going to be great. I wonder how far back. I mean, they'll obviously take some people from this season, some people from Michelle's season, I mean, Katie season. I wonder sure. how many seasons back are they going to bring season. back somebody from Matt or some even farther back, or is it going to be primarily these recent people? I mean, that's the problem, right? You have so many great people, and now they're all out on social media together, and be, you know, they're friends, and they're doing these guys' weekends and girls' weekends, and right. it's so fun to watch them that I want that to become, you know, the group on Paradise. Speaking of maybe coming on Bachelor again, Aaron came up, and the women told all. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> what do you think of that? To, so yeah. So it was interesting. So Genevieve mm -hmm. was talking, and Shanae called her out that she had slept with Aaron Clancy. Shanae and Genevieve's like, "What are you talking about?" That came out of left field. I feel like usually we hear a bit of the Bachelor gossip. So what right. was your take on that, and what do you think was real? Well, my very first thing I want to say is. Who cares? You know, Shanae said, oh, after I was kicked off, I went home and I cried and I didn't eat and I lost weight and I was grieving or whatever right. she was trying to say. And you went off and hooked up with Aaron Clancy right. from Kate, right. Aaron from Katie season, which was like a funny way to refer to him. And Genevieve was genuinely shocked. So my first question to this is, who cares? Right. People get over things in different ways just because she was on the bat what is she supposed to be celibate for the rest of her next I didn't two years She's like well you went to hang out with bachelor nation so i think there was the Aaron component of it yeah. and i think it was also that like genevieve became part of the family and people wanted to be with her 
So my sense oh. is if Shanae would have been invited to those things or been a part of it. And by the way, I don't believe her at all that she went home and was grieving no. because all she does is lie. But, but she say fake Meryl Streep. <laughs> She's never going to be, I mean, I would think she's not going to be ever accepted in the Bachelor Nation. She's never going to be called to the party. No. Like Genevieve. But I thought it was interesting that uh, Genevieve acted shocked and said, I met him, but none of this happened. And then um, Elizabeth, who is just another one who was fairly quiet throughout all this, um, says, Genevieve, you don't need to defend yourself. I love her. I love her too. I would like to see her on one of these shows. Something. She's she's something special. I agree. agree. I I really, really like her. In all the interviews she did after she was kicked off and just, but the way that she approaches Shanae, right? Like she was, Shanae was going on and on again about Elizabeth and we were like good friends. And then suddenly you turned on me and Elizabeth's like, we met on day one. We talked about relationships. I told you the story of my failed engagement. And then I went to get a drink and went to talk to somebody else. What do you want? Like a best friend's necklace? I, I mean, like, I oh, could imagine. Great. Best Love friend's it. necklace. Yeah. I could imagine they were all sitting around the first night, which we know goes on for 12 hours for or something. Sure. And they were having a drink or two drinks or whatever. And they were, the women were all getting along. And someone said, this is such a nice group of women. I love you all. This is great. And then Shanae just decided that they were her best friends. And then when no one spoke to her again, she was, and was it Lindsay who said to Shanae such a wise sentence that when people are nice to you, you say they're fake. And when they ignore you, you say they're bullying you. Right. That's exactly right. I had that same thought. Lindsay actually had a few really good comments, I thought, mm-hmm. that were pretty logical. And I, I think it was her that also said, like, you say you're not here to make friends and you're here for Clayton. And then you, like, are mad when nobody wants to be friends with you. <laughs> I don't remember specifically what she said, but I was like, yes, yes, and yes. She needs to just fade back into the woodwork and let's focus on some of these other ladies. I'm so curious to see who is going to make it to paradise. Yeah, I am too. I know it's sad that I'm like already moving on <laughs> over this dramatic season and be exactly. done. Um, so uh, there were a few other highlights, you know, they showed Sarah in the hot seat. We talked about a little bit, Teddy in the hot seat. Like it was very hard for her to watch it all back. One of my favorite moments was toward the end and when Clayton came out and they were letting him have it, like we talked about before, it was really tough for him. And he was trying to own up to what he could. But Kira made a comment oh, yeah. that said, over the course of the season, I grew more and more attracted to you in every episode. <laughs> so if there's any chance that you're still single, I'm single. Like, maybe we can make that happen. I was like, good was for you. Super cute. I, I like that. Old. I barely remembered Kira until she came out. So I was glad the to doctor. see her. Yep. Remember the doctor great. playing doctor? Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, Why are you dressing up like a doctor when you are a doctor? <laughs> yeah, um, it was great to see her. I was wondering where NC was liked her she wasn't there i wonder why like was she i'm sure everybody's invited and they just choose to go or not go. i think you're right i thought the interview with um clayton was so interesting because he came out with a big smile on his face but then he sat down and he looked very dour for the rest of the time he was there and i thought they were very harsh on him relentless harsh on and he literally looked like he could cry (laughs) and he said i did the best i mean in some fashion he said i did the best i can i could yes i made some mistakes i I can't do anything about it now and exactly sierra was just going at him she's always like that she's she's definitely got her invitation to paradise i I know she should i like her i think she's interesting she's sort of like just says what's on her mind yes yeah i really appreciated marlena also defending him you know yes 
I, I forgot I, about that. That was a highlight. And she looked fabulous. By she the way. did. She always, she's cool. She's just somebody you like you want to have a drink with. I've seen a lot of social media people posting. They all love her. She is What's very, very popular. All right. So the women tell all was fun, but the fantasy suites was crazy. Yes. I have one last question. What did you think of Jesse's handling of the women tell all? This was his first one. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with him. I mean, I there was nothing that blew me away that I thought he was amazing, but I actually thought he did a really good job interviewing. He tried his best to manage the girls mm -hmm. somewhat effectively. I mean, they just wouldn't stop. They were relentless. Like to be on the other side of the mob mentality would be really hard. So I thought he did fine. I loved that they showed all those clips from his season. That was the highlight of the whole show, that, I thought. Listen, he looked 12. He looked like he was 12. And I love seeing, which we've heard about, but I hadn't seen in 15 years yeah. that uh, he called out the wrong girl at a rose ceremony. Right. And you would think that if you're calling out the wrong name at the rose ceremony, you might be like, um, excuse me for a moment. Hey, Chris, I need an additional rose. <laughs> right. Instead, right. he was like, I'm sorry, Katie. I called the wrong name. That was really meant for Karen. There were so <laughs> many things doing? wrong with that. Number one, seriously, he could have gotten another rose. Yeah. Don't you think? And also like, couldn't he have just at worst case scenario, although this was the worst case scenario, but a less worst case scenario, at least say, oh, sorry, wrong rose, wrong person, and cut that part out. They could have cut it out. I know. It was harsh. I felt bad for Karen or whatever. Name Katie, was. Karen, whoever it was. I know that was really embarrassing for him, but it was really fun to watch. I thought the bloopers were less funny this time. <laughs> Usually they're hilarious. Like I find myself laughing out loud. I'm like, man. Okay. They were just okay, but the whole Jesse Palmer thing was pretty funny. It just shows you like how far we've gone. It made me nostalgic to look back on the era of Jesse Palmer. It did seem a little more wholesome. They weren't vying for Instagram followers. Or... So true. Now it's just corrupt. And like <laughs> all anybody cares about is, you know, getting brand deals and book deals and like being it's on the next show. World. And yeah, I know it is kind Actually. of sad. It's spoiled a little bit. Um, All right. So moving on. Fantasy suites. Fantasy suites. Okay. So um, first of all, I just had a few general thoughts on this. As a lot of the other than Susie's date, I feel like this was a very like vanilla. It was all the same. Like, oh, we're so happy. And like we go back and then we, you know, have sex or whatever. Right. It just seemed very typical other than Susie's date. My question to you. Yes. Do the camera do the cameramen know when to leave or do they kick them out? At the fantasy when they're actually in, in this, the fantasy. When they're in the fantasy, because you see them like full on making out. And you're like, does the cameraman be like, I'm just gonna excuse myself? Or <laughs> is there like this whole moment where they're like, tell us when you want us to leave? And then Clayton gets up and it's like, okay. Or is there like a do this sim signal and then we'll leave? Uh, that's a good question. Of course, I don't know because I've never been in of a course, fantasy suite, but... at least not with a bachelor or my husband or any of them. Okay. okay. Uh, whatever. Um, not a yurt, that's for sure. Um, I suspect that the producers and the camera people have the final say of when they actually leave, and Clayton has no say in it. Okay. That's what I suspect. Yeah, maybe. I guess, yeah, it's just somebody saying, okay, time to go. Because, I mean, you could, some of these scenes are hot and heavy. Sometimes they're not. But, like, is that all editing? Do they get as much as they can before they leave? Right. And then do they knock on the door or they say, like, hey, we're coming back at 8 o'clock? I think they do. And then stage it in bed with, you know, breakfast. If and me, if that's a really good point. If, if it were me and they said they were coming back at 8 o'clock, 
I would be up at 6.30 washing my hair, fixing my makeup, and be scrambling eggs at 8 o'clock. I wouldn't be laying in bed. I know. I don't know. Well, some of the laying in bed is staged. Although sure. I believe that perhaps Gabby's was not, given the bedhead. Yes. <laughs> we saw that actually she got called out on later. Let's dig into the episode. So Rachel goes first. So the date card says, how deep can love go? By the way, did you see them contemplating that later? Like at the very end of the show, they showed, you know, Susie and Gabby sort of sitting around going, what does that mean? And then they started talking about, oh, yes. Was that, was that well, supposed to be splunking? Well, I was going to say, whatever they were saying was mispronounced. Yes. Splunk splunkling. Yeah. Splunkling. Well, so Susie ridiculous. didn't know it pronounced anyway, but at least Gabby knew what the word meant. Right. Yes. That's sort of going back to the, is this a possum or an armadillo? Remember when they no, showed that? Hilarious. That was anyway, hilarious. We digress. Um, How did they not know? I mean, I'm not a nature lover, and I immediately knew that was an armadillo. I don't know. It's just like, it's a possum. And I think they're like, oh, you're from the country. She must know. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it is not. And then finally, they're like, no, no, it's an armadillo. Um, anyway, so the day card comes, and Gabby was like, I'm so happy for you. It will be nice. It's so awkward. Like, the whole thing is awkward. And they were just sitting there, and then Rachel's like, I think I'm going to go get ready for my date. I... <laughs> found Susie spiral she just spiraled through the whole episode and I was she trying did. to think what would happen if she would have gone first like I think it would have been a very later? I think it would have been a different episode I think so too I guess that might have been planned but she even started then like what if he's intimate with another woman like what would I do like she started right they just had it weaving throughout the the episode so who knows when she said so it the strange thing and we talk about this in a moment when we get to her actual date but did we ever see any inkling of the spiraling before today? No, but I think she made a point of like, this all just became very real. I think maybe that's, you know, as she's contemplating fantasy suites and thinking about like, am I comfortable probably sleeping with him? I'm like, how do I feel about him being with others? You know what I mean? It sort of all became real to her just then. Okay. It seemed. And I think she may have said that at one point. So Rachel and Clayton. So um, so they're on this date, and it's uh, how see how deep our love can go. And they take an um, helicopter. Yeah, they're on a helicopter ride, which was so pretty. I love how they look at each other. I just, but I was like, oh, are they even going to look out the window? And I think he even said they have the strongest physical connection, like an yes. explosive connection. And then at some point. I forget when that was on the date. They were kissing, kissing, kissing. And he even stopped and said, well, we could do this all night. Oh, yeah, I think that was then. He's like, we could do this all day. But all now day. we need to go. And that's where they went to the volcano. So they went 400 feet down. That's how deep their love can go. 400 feet. It was really cool, by the way. It was cool. But I was getting a little sick from all the cliches. And yeah, look, I feel my love. Um growing every minute or something. I don't oh, know I what know. he said. It's, he has a bunch of dumb lines. It's gross. And then he talked about how he was holding back and wants to go deeper. Yes. This is long overdue. And then her family and friends were saying like they'd never seen her like this and she really wanted him to open up. And so yes, it felt again like this just feel it just felt like a typical date. Like I wouldn't say yes they're doing something different but it's like insert activity insert typical cliche lines and listen they're in love they have an amazing connection and they kept talking about the connection she did say during the rose ceremony she couldn't breathe i think she thought she was going home yes she said she said surprising. that to him it made her feel 
like suddenly she was on the verge of going home and she cried the whole way back to the hotel. So she really needed some sort of validation from him. And he said to her, I know how I feel now. And I love you, Rachel. Yep. I'm falling in love with you. I am. And I have been. And he hadn't felt those feelings in five or six years since his last mm -hmm. relationship. Right. This is where I got mad because literally I'm taking notes on the show and I'm writing verbatim the same freaking thing three times. If all of this drama didn't happen and I don't know if he ends up alone or not, but like if he ends up with someone like how humiliating to go back right. and see that he's using the same lines on me that he used on everyone. Ew. Ew. I don't even think he knows it. what I love you means personally. That's my opinion of Clayton. Well, someone said, do you know the difference between love and lust when they were in the women tell all? And I think that's a good point. Like, no, but on the other hand, I don't know. He's in the moment. You get to know someone so deeply in a short period of time. Like there may be something to it. That's right. I'm really struggling with this. Meanwhile, maybe, maybe who knows? Yeah. But the fact that he used the same lines three times in one episode Ew. made me think that the producer said to him, all right, you need to start opening up. These girls are freaking out. Rachel cried all day yesterday. <laughs> like, you, you need to give these women some sort of validation and some yeah, sort of like, encouragement. And here's some good lines you can use. Maybe, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, what would you say? Let's, and, and I don't know. And like, did he even realize he was doing those things? Like, this, like, like verbatim. Oh, gross. Okay, even, okay, so on the same vein, that he did the same thing. We haven't even gotten to Gabby's date, but he did the same thing to Rachel and Gabby, and that's in the morning when they he was leaving. He yes. screams the I love you. Oh I love God. you, and all the time. I know, the one with Rachel. I love you. He says, I love you, too. She says, I love you. He says, I love you, too, Rachel, all the time. That was gross. It sounded like some sort of cheer he was repeating from a football game or something. He was trying to like relive a movie. Like, <laughs> so we're trying to create those memorable moments. Yes. Speaking of gross, the kissing noises in the morning with Clayton and Rachel's date. I like, I wrote in my notes, ew, like really big. I, must, I must be oblivious by now. Blake pointed this out too last week on our oh, podcast. Oh yes, she did. She did. Like how, like turn the volume down. I don't want to <laughs> hear the slurping and ugh, I was so gross. But anyways, the I noises, I, I don't know why the noises don't bother me as much as sometimes even if you turn the volume down i see like his tongue all over the place it's like i, I don't even want to watch them kiss i don't want to hear them kissing i don't want to hear about them kissing see yeah. i think I'm they're over kissing over looks like it's i don't like listening to it but i actually think it looks like it's out of a movie like it looks like it's a really good kiss every time between him and rachel i don't actually feel that way with the other ones but I don't, there's something about there. I was like, wow, that looks great for them. Yeah, um, they're into each other. That's for are. sure. He said it was a near perfect night. He loves her. It's scary because it's never, never been so open. So they were making breakfast and making out. It was so cute. They were giddy. And then, yes, he used the famous line. I love you too, Rachel, all the time. Maybe it was worse because we've seen it in every single promo for the past eight weeks. That could be. That could be. If it's like over, I feel like, oh, this finally. Again, right, right. Get it out of the way. We don't have to watch it anymore. And we already did the look back. So now we don't have to look back at it again. No. Actually, yeah, unless he chooses her, in which case that would be part of the journey. But oh, I'm guessing maybe he didn't. We never have to see that again. It will be fine. Oh, my God. All right. So we caught to the next day. Susie, of course, didn't sleep 
great because she's running every scenario through her head and spiraling. So Rachel walks in. It's so awkward that they do this. Like, why make them all sit in this room together? And I can't believe I read today that they never did this until Peter's season, which I don't know if it was just the nature of the resort they were at that they needed it for some whatever, but they did it. And it was the super awkward time when the finalists were all sitting, final three were sitting in the same little sitting room and it was so awkward and uncomfortable, but somebody loves it because now they do it every they do. single time. Yeah, they do it every time. I hated it. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, let's just let them be. There's enough stress and drama for them that right. they can go and like reflect on their own. Like, I wonder how Susie would have been if she had her own room and could just be in her own, own room and not see Gabby and Rachel come back right. with bedhead. faced <laughs> and giddy. And like, like she can make it yeah. up. Maybe it's even worse in your mind, but. But you're not seeing, seeing it. it. I think that's such a good point. Because then like you at Susie's asking, so what did you do on your date? And then they give like a recap of what they did. You know, More and then less. Rachel said something like, I'm sorry in advance. Like, I think. There was okay, some so comment. what did that mean? I wondered that. When she said, I'm sorry, she said, we had this great time, blah, blah, blah. She glossed over certain parts of it. Of course. But then she said, I'm so sorry. Was she, it's going to be a tough week. Was she saying, I'm so sorry that we have to be in this awkward situation where you ask me about my Right, that you have to hear about it. Is she saying, I'm so sorry because I'm I'm being chosen? Yeah, yeah. Maybe all of these. I don't know what she is apologizing for exactly. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you what your thoughts were because I didn't totally know where she was going. I think she's thinking I've won and we had such a great date and it's just going to be really tough for you guys. And I'm really sorry. Good luck. Wouldn't you feel that way? Like if I had the interactions, any of them with him that they're having, I would be a hundred percent convinced that it's me in the end. For sure. With every one of them. I mean, how could you not? And I think she, unlike the unlike Gabby, I think Rachel felt that she was winning all along. Yeah. I mean, she was upset about getting the rose, the previous rose ceremony. Right. She last. got it last. She yeah. was upset about that. But I think she thought she was in this premier position and he just validated it. You're yeah. the one. Like yeah. in her mind, he just said that he loved her. He's not saying that to everyone. That's crazy. Exactly. So she's like, I won. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, totally. And the way that he yelled, like, you know, I love you all the time. Like, there is nothing in the world that would make me think that there's any other reason not to believe that I'm it. Like, I am it. This is the end of it. So I feel bad. Like, he shouldn't have gone that far. It's one thing to say you're falling. You know, you're, you know, it's still like they've done it so successfully. And there's other verbiage he could have used. A million things. (laughs) Clearly, he's not getting that. So Gabby's date is next. So it looked really cold and I thought she was acting weird. I was like, what's going on with our Gabby? She just is weird. I think which she I is like weird too. I like that. I like too. Um, I do, I like her a lot, but maybe less and less this episode than usual. I don't know why. Um, so Clayton comes <laughs> zooming up in the dune buggy. Yes, which was funny. And they were like speeding, and I another date that would be my nightmare. I, I don't another think I one. could have handled that one. So far, I'm 0 for 2 on these days. Same here. I really would not like that. She was a good sport about it. She was a great she sport. Was screaming, she was screaming, though. <laughs> and, and she wanted to drive. I And I wrote this in my notes. I feel like they seem more like buddies than, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. I could see that. But he, well, 
I don't know if you noticed, he's in love with her now. Oh, wait, so, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I love you all the time or whatever he said. Yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I could see that. But they seem like they had a, quite a good connection on this date. I think I like Gabby more than you do. I thought she was super funny, cute, um, quirky. I like that about her. I thought she was a super good sport, too. I couldn't have taken that dune buggy ride for oh, very gosh, long. No. I just... Again, I like Gabby. I think she's awesome. Like, I'd love to hang out with her. I think she'd be a ton of fun. Um, I just, and it's not that they don't have a connection. I just don't think they have a connection like Rachel and Clayton have a connection. Like, I think that's a whole other level of, and whether that's more of just a physical animal mm -hmm. attraction mm -hmm. versus like mm -hmm. a real deep connection, it just feels like there's so much more. He says he's not going to fight it. He's falling in love with her, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they get to the evening date. What is with her dress? She has another bad dress. Remember last week in the oh, yeah, ceremony, like was using her boobs. I'm like, this one's drooping over one boob. And I it didn't looks like, like it's this dress to go under another dress. Like it's a <laughs> slip thing. And like, maybe it didn't look clean. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm sure it was. I think, it I think your TV's better than mine. I didn't notice that. Maybe. I'm like, all right, John, like take down the quality because I'm seeing more things than I want But to. she has an interesting philosophy, completely different than what we're going to see a yes. little bit later. She wants him to explore all his options yeah. because she thinks that if he explores them, he will come, if he comes to the conclusion that he chooses her, she'll feel really wanted. That's exactly That's a very right. mature. It is. Like philosophy. And she's obviously seen the show and she knows what's happening and good for her. So let me ask you this. And I'm going to jump ahead for a second and then we'll come back. He said during the fight with Susie, right? So mm -hmm. Susie basically says like, I don't want you having sex with anybody else. And if you do, that's a no-go for me. He said to Susie, but I thought you wanted me to explore all these connections and then come back and want me to choose you. So I was like, are you remembering that that's what Gabby said? Or did Susie also say I was that? surprised when he said that, but she didn't refute it. So I think yeah, he, she, she, she must have said it. We never saw it, but she must have said it at some point. But she just meant like, you know, go into volcanoes with other people. Or right, whatever. explore your feelings, not your like thoughts. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, I thought about that when I saw him talking about it later. And listen, I, I don't I, have a great memory. And when you're dating 30 people at the same time and like you're going from here or there and you're on group dates and one-on-ones, like it's hard to remember who says what. I would literally need to keep a journal. But in that moment, I was trying to figure out, was he remembering somebody else and thinking it was well, funny because was you're that right. Real? That is what Gabby said. But Susie doesn't say, hey, I never said that. You're right. So he, she probably did say it in some way, shape or form. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was interesting. Yes. But then he gives the same speech about falling in love with her literally. And I even wrote in my notes, like he says the same thing to everyone. This is starting to feel disingenuous. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Yes. But Gabby says they're connecting on a whole nother level, whole new level now. And as they're getting along and they're looking at, I think they're walking around the yurt. They're looking at the, that was gorgeous. It was by really the way. pretty. They really show. Pretty. As you recall, they show Susie back at the hotel spiraling, spiraling out of control, walking down a spiral staircase. Now, oh, I didn't catch that. Whenever part. they found that spiral staircase, <laughs> it could be like in San Diego and they spliced that in. But that was genius. I did not catch that. That's but yeah, amazing. she was completely out of control. She was a hot mess. And so, yeah, so they go, there's the yurt, there's the hot tub. And she had mentioned before, like, oh, I hope we go on a cruise with strawberries and champagne. <laughs> and like, of course, they Lo have and strawberries behold. and champagne 
hot waiting for her. And then like they get in there and they're laying down. And he's like, oh, we're doing it in style tonight. I'm like, do you realize what you just said, you idiot? I didn't even hear that. Oh. Was that on purpose? Oh I God. watched it twice. <laughs> I watched it twice. And I was like, yep, he did say he did oh say God. that. Jeez, he's a way with words, doesn't oh he? God, he does. But this is when I was like, all right, they're making out. And they're going at it so hard. I was like, does the cameraman just let himself out? Or like, did they kick hey, out? hey, I'm leaving now. I, I have no idea how that actually happens, but right. eventually they leave. So they then, leave and then cut to the next, next morning. morning. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. They love waking up to each other. Blah, blah, blah. It's like the same. Thing. This was so cute, though. He brought her breakfast in bed with a bottle of champagne and a bunch of food and she it looked like a lot of food and he puts it down in front of her and she says and what are you gonna have and where's yours <laughs> whatever <laughs> that was very cute line. she's cute i like she her. listened again like i really like her i just feel like there's a less connection even though there's a connection i feel like there's less connection she did make a comment and said um this didn't feel like the first time with somebody new Yes, yeah, she's really into him. Feels like for her, yeah. Ugh, I'm falling in love and it feels so good. That is that just was such so a bizarre. He sentence. even said like, "Hey, Gabby, one more thing. I wonder. I if, just want you to know. I'm did they have love. like some so inside good. joke that he was referring to or something? Because that was just like weirdly was feeling bizarre. it in the moment. It was gross. And I was like, "Wow, please, please, why, Ugh. why, 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 why?" So then, the next day, Susie's still spiraling. Gabby walks in with bedhead. <laughs> Really funny. <laughs> and then okay. she tries to fix it and then Susie's just like forget it yeah and she was like does it look okay <laughs> Susie does like, not care what I am gonna implode like. in 30 seconds it doesn't matter what your hair looks like exactly so then you cut to Clayton like I told two women I love them and I could this is the other thing I want to ask you about he goes I could feel that way with Susie and so now I'm a thousand percent gonna shatter someone and I don't want to hurt anybody and blah 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 but then later he tells Susie that he was of the degrees of being in love. I'm the most in love with you. Like, I love, like, okay, how are you? Okay. You're in love. Number one, I'm in love with you. Second most and third most. But anyways, but he had said, I could be, I could feel this way about her. But then later he said he did. So did he know, or did he not know at the time how he felt? About I don't think he knew. And I believe that that sentence, I'm most in love with you, was said when he realized she might be leaving. Sure. But is it because he felt that way or was that a desperate plea to I get her to stay? He, or he realized it. I don't know. But I think he started spiraling. <laughs> he yeah. started getting upset that she might leave. And now that I think about it, I love you the most. Yeah. You can't leave. What, five minutes earlier, would he have said that? Right, I, like, I could be in love with her. Oh yeah, wait, I am in love. <laughs> the, um, most. the most. So, all right, well, let's get into her date actually. Um, yes, this was, this funny. was the big, the big part of this dun, episode. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So she shows up. It's, oh my God, it was so windy. And you know, we always talk about that stupid Overplanned, overplayed jump and hug. He literally asked her, "Do the jump," and she's like, "No, no, <laughs> okay, not going to so, do the jump. It's hailing." I don't know if we should talk about this before. I have, I have a comment to say about this whole day, which I then say it. I think I should say it now, and then as we talk about it, you see yeah. what you think. I think, in my little brain, <laughs> that Susie was over him before the date started. Interesting. Why because do you feel that way? I think. I never heard this whole, you know, oh, I can't be in, you know, if you slept with someone or told one of the other women that you love them, you know, that's something I can't overcome. 
to me, it seemed very um, just sudden. And yeah. I think that she decided, holy crap, I'm a couple of dates away from marrying this guy. And you know, I don't think I want to, but she didn't want to be like Claire or whatever her name was and go, you know what? I don't like this guy. I'm leaving. (laughs) So she concocted this idea, maybe even subconsciously of, I think I'm done. And she seemed throughout this entire date, a little bit checked out to me. And that was the first sign she didn't do the run and jump. Of course it was freezing, but I mean, as we go along, there were times that she was just a little bit pulled back. Okay. So Let's talk about the actual date. Well, wait. So I want to just respond to that mm-hmm. because I'm not sure I agree. Mm-hmm. Like you may be right. I attributed that weirdness. She was spiraling. And I think if mm-hmm. she wasn't in love with him or wanting to be with him, I'm not sure she would be so crazy. So the questions are, did she spiral spiral and convince herself and like that? something was going to happen and she was going to get hurt and put up walls mm-hmm. and then maybe sort of said like, maybe this isn't for me. Cause she said multiple times in the date later, like I didn't know how you felt. It wasn't clear to me that your feelings were so strong. So did she psych herself in or out of something during the couple of days that he was on the other dates? Like, I don't know if, I don't know if I agree that it's cause she didn't like him. I feel like it was some result of her getting up into her own head about it. Well, and... I think they're connected. I think she liked him. I don't know to what degree. I don't know if she loved him the most, but she liked him, certainly. But I think that either Rachel or Gabby told her they had slept with him or she just figured it out. And I think it might have been that. One, Either one I mean, of those Gabby's happened. Gabby's bedhead game. <laughs> or, well... Yes. Well, she slept. So, right. but he, she could have just figured it out or at least felt that it was, there was a high likelihood that one of them had slept with him. And suddenly she was turned off by him. She didn't like him anymore. She knew that it happened, whether she knew it or she thought she knew it. Yeah. And then I don't know. That's just a theory. Yeah. And in which you may be right. Right. And to your point, it's connected. Like, did she psych herself out? Like, yes, she loves him, but like, she can't get past it, which is right. what she said. Right. So how much of that is true versus like, did she not like him for other reasons and wanting to be done? We won't. Well, maybe we'll know in interviews. Let's get to the date. Yeah. So the whole like, I'm not going to jump and what I was like, so stupid. So they go to Sky Lagoon, which is this hot springs and sauna. There's not a lot about this day date that I thought was notable. They were going in and out of cold water and hot saunas and hot water and cold water and I mean, it was back and forth to achieve full rejuvenation. They seem to have connected well. They had fun, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let me just interject. Yeah. She didn't seem, I mean, I don't know if I would have been, but she didn't seem very into it. She was really cold. and horrible. And then they go to the cold part and she steps in and steps out. And I just got this vibe that she wanted to get away from him. Or she was coming up with a plan to interesting get herself out of there now i wouldn't have liked it either it would have been awful i don't get me out of the cold i don't know why i don't know why they did that but yeah i know there's places in iceland you can go that are warm and toasty and people love them why they had to do the cold and hot thing i don't know yeah but in and of itself nothing but remember pair it with she wouldn't do the jump and hug okay let's keep going (laughs) (laughs) i Um, thought that was just because she was cold and like i mean the whole thing it looked miserable windy and cold and hailing and 
then you're cold again and you're hot again. Like, I don't know. I attributed it differently, but who knows? There may be some symbolism there. Well, and, and then right on top of each other, he says in his little ITM special little interview or whatever, my love for Susie is on another level. Well, and then Susie says, I have no idea what's going on with you. Like that's right at the same time. That's so weird. So like how I, disconnected yes, they are. I don't know what was going on. I just got that little bit from her. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Okay. Okay. All right. So then they have that intimate dinner where she walks in and he's lighting candles. Which by the way, like that was staged. I mean, they've never <laughs> done that. So I I think they set it up to be like, I'm so excited about you. I'm setting this up myself. Right. right. Like, okay. That's not it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he said no doubt in his mind that this was the biggest night in the entire journey. So again, like maybe mm -hmm. he loves her the most. Maybe he forgot about because he is in the moment with everybody else. And then she's talking about like she doesn't know what she can compromise on, you know. Right. And again, he gave that big speech about their history. And the big, biggest moment for him was at the top of the clock tower, which I agree and then he said it hadn't felt like it had taken for taken so long. I forgot what it was like to be in love. It had been in five or six years. I'm like, okay, dude, like, we're done with your speech. Given the same speech over and over again. And how? What and did you think? Serene's line. Sorry. <laughs> yes. What did you think of her reaction to that? Do you remember she went, ah, like, uh huh? And yeah. then she didn't say anything back to him. Yeah. It seemed like, uh. I don't know if I wanted you to say that. Maybe that's so interesting. Like it's a completely different way to look at it. Cause I think she, it's see, she seemed surprised. She seemed like she didn't know how he yes, felt and she like seemed assumed surprised. he had stronger feelings for other people. So when he's telling her all of these things and then Serene's line, it's no longer about me falling in love with you. I am in love with you. And she says, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She looked I know we're off topic, but she looked amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. She looks stunning. She's so pretty. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, gorgeous. he said, I haven't felt these feelings before, but then I was like, but you did with two other women. So what are you talking about? Like you have, it's as if she's the only one. And so, but she said, there's things I can't compromise. She was uncomfortable. Her expectation was that, you know, expectations are things that she wasn't willing to let go of. You know, and she asked him, did you feel that way with someone else? Have you slept with another woman? I feel like it would be impossible for me to move forward with an engagement. He was shocked mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at this. What's your take on this whole thing? I... Okay, so I've been thinking about this all day. What do I think of him being shocked at what she said? I can't imagine him being anything other than that. Yeah, I agree with you. She's seen the show. She knows what's going on. She knows what was going on what was going to happen and i don't know i don't know i um was surprised that she suddenly had that epiphany or whatever now why she didn't say that to him earlier i don't know yeah maybe she didn't think it would get there maybe and she'd mentioned i i just assumed that I just assumed that if you felt strongly about me you wouldn't want to do this with other people like i think she just figured if she was the one that there was no way he was going to do that. But to your point, there was a lot of controversy about this. Like people were slamming him, calling him a gaslighter. He did not handle it in the best way possible. And we can talk a little bit more about what he said, but there is an element of she's moving the goalposts, right? If she Correct. was the first date and would have said, I wouldn't be able to move forward if you've slept with other people, then he would have a choice to make of like, do I don't right. die? Do I feel strong enough about Susie that I want to be her in the end? I'm not going to pursue these other things. 
but she's the last date. And this is what always happens on The Bachelor. This is like not a surprise. They all do this. So for her to say to him after the fact, right. well, I would have expected you not to, or this is a deal breaker for me. I understand where he's coming from. And I think he tried in the beginning to be very much like, but I'm, I mean, he was honest. He said, I, he ended up saying, I yes. slept with both of them. I did say, I love you. Like, thank you. Cause you know, if he would have lied about it, that would have come over or would have come out later. But he was trying to say like, if, if you really have these feelings toward me and we really are in a relationship, like, let's talk through it. Let's work through it. Let's right. take the seven hours we have tonight and work on this. And she was like, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't. She was already checked out of this. Situation. And he said that, but then she was like, so surprised that he wasn't receptive and more compassionate, which again, like there were a few things he said that probably he shouldn't have. He did put the blame a little bit on her. Part of it could have been right. Like she is moving the goalposts. Right. And, but people said that he was gaslighting her and all of these no, things. So I get both sides. It reminded me of, have you ever had an argument with your husband where no. you said, oh, um, you know, you've known me so well or whatever. You should have known. You should know why I'm upset, you right. know, or something like that. I mean, it reminded me of that. Like she was mad because she felt that he should have known that he shouldn't have done that. Right. But she never told him. Now, I will say on the flip side, I have heard over and over they don't always have as much like actually access to the lead as you might think. Yeah. So like we were saying, she didn't really know, maybe it didn't come to her until, Oh my God, here we are at fantasy suites. Right. Maybe she really didn't have the chance to talk to him or, or maybe I, she didn't know she was going to feel that way right, right. until you're in the moment and you realize he's doing these things and you're like, Oh my God. But he owned it. Like I, I did what I did, you right, know. Right. And again, if I knew that this is a deal breaker, I would have changed things. And so, you know, they went back and forth. She walked outside, and then he just like lost it. But she said she basically ended it. Like I literally can't right. move forward on this. But then she was confused as to why he was like, okay, well then let me walk you out. He he had every right to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. He suggested let's we have seven hours or whatever it is we could sit and talk about this and she wanted nothing to do with it she was done I and agree. he said rightly so okay we're over this is this is nothing to do if you if she wouldn't even sit and have maybe it didn't have to be seven hours but just to say i can't proceed anymore it would it would be very frustrating yeah because i think his point was like she's like well then she wanted to talk about it more he's like there's nothing more to say like if you can't move past it and you're telling me you can't move past it. And you're telling me that you're going to leave. Like, what else is there? You know, but there were like, I didn't like him saying, now I feel like everything is invalidated. And right. like this right. didn't happen. I felt like that was a, little, was a little bit harsh yes. more. And she said, I feel awful hearing your perspective, you know, having that conversation about, you know, what sex means to me. Maybe we should have had it earlier. But she did say, I don't think I can leave here with you. And so he just said, I'm going to be honest, everything's invalidated. If this was all really true, you know, you would really want to work through this. If you had reservations, why wouldn't you bring it up? And now, and then she was like, well, now I'm for sure going home. You know, I messed all this up. And I was like, but you just said that you were <laughs> going home. So like, it was really confusing. Um, a lot of people were really upset with him about this. Like he is getting absolutely roasted. And again, like he didn't say all the right things, especially when he said, because of my faith, I believe everything happens for a reason. And then a whole bunch of other mean stuff. And like, I'm done, I'm done. And then she got in the 
car like okay it was just awkward and then she expected him to have more compassion for her right well i think you know i don't know if we've read the same things today or heard the same podcast but i think that not everyone is against him i mean i think some people really think that um you know he was justified in feeling that way and he was we we really haven't seen him quite so frustrated yeah maybe he didn't act his kind self like he should have but i could understand this is all like a big waste of time again i, think I agree she, with you i think she came in that morning and was like you know what i don't like this i think he's been sleeping with these other women yeah he should have known better i'm gonna leave and it was just like a long day of them not vibing and it culminated with that awkward exchange and she left yeah so we'll see if we see the last of her I is just this, gonna say it, oh, yeah, yeah i don't know if this is the last who knows who knows where we net out so um i know you took a lot of notes on the previews want to talk about next week all right so next week is a two-night extravaganza just like this <laughs> week um so four hours of the bachelor next oh, week oh my gosh clear can't wait clear your calendar um, so first we see gabby uh extremely upset we don't know what's going on. We really don't know what's going to happen next week. But I mean, do the women know right away that um, Susie left? Do they know why she left? We don't know why. We don't know. But Gabby says his actions speak louder than his words. And she can't believe anything he says. And yes. then they cut to the conversation with dad, his dad. Well, well first we see him sitting in a church. <laughs> oh, I missed that actually. And then the famous line Clayton says, I'm so broken I'm and so crying. Broken. Yeah. And then we see Rachel pulling a suitcase. I don't know if you know this. But then the dad is obviously his parents have come there. And the dad says, You put you put yourself in this situation. You screwed the pooch, which is hilarious. Amazing. And so true. The double entendre there exactly. is hilarious. And then Clayton said, I wish I never would have fallen in love, which is sad. But maybe you should have just fallen in love with one person, Clayton. Right, exactly. Listen, this is the buildup of what we've been seeing all season. And you know, Jesse has, said, you know, Jesse, Jesse says, um, this is the rose ceremony from hell. Yeah, yeah. And he says that he has news that he thinks is going to change everything. So I'm curious what he's telling Clayton. Is Susie coming back or what's happening? Well, we see Clayton knocking on a door. We don't know what that is. Is he knocking on Jesse's door? Is he knocking on oh, I thought that was Jesse knocking on someone's door. <laughs> well, they're interchangeable. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Very exciting. One thing we do, one interesting sentence, though, is Jesse says, stay, stay tuned next week for truly shocking live season finale. So we don't really know what's going to happen. Right. Maybe it's going to be live. Maybe there'll be a live proposal, sort of like the way that they do Survivor, you know? <laughs> like they, oh my God, I love Survivor. they used to like fly in the, the final, you know, judgment and then they, yes, yeah. pre COVID. Yes. Pre -COVID. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Anyway. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Always great to recap the show. And we've got one more week. <laughs> so much to look forward to. And then um, we will be on to paradise, which we're super excited. So stay tuned. You can follow us as always at final underscore rose underscore tonight on Instagram, or you can find us on Google podcasts, Spotify, or Apple podcasts. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks. See you next week. Bye-bye.